0: don't really have any huge plans for it. i plan for getting through it the same as everyone else and a kangaroo fern production welcome Welcome to gorilla podcast fresh eyes the beat that makes you feel good a weekly podcast that features interviews with social change leaders or individuals that
1: aims to bring audiences good stories to motivate their own social impact efforts now here's your host Hello, humanista. This is Miko Santos from the Side Street, and please welcome to another episode of Fresh Eyes with self-isolation. So, usually we go outside, interview our guests, but because of what's happening in the street, uh, what's happening right now, so we are using a Skype or Zoom for this episode. So, stick around. So, we have fantastic guests today. And she is Grace Newham (laughs) Newman. It's hard to pronounce, but you got a a blog, and the uh, the blog name is Finding Adelaide. So we're going to tackle about how it started, why finding Adelaide, or why not finding Melbourne? Why Adelaide of all the city in Australia? So please welcome Grace. Thank you for joining us
0: hi thanks for having me
1: <laughs> thanks so much so before we we go on on the blog side before you started this finding adelaide mm-hmm. what are you doing before that
0: sure so uh, my background is in graphic design um i was born in melbourne grew up in brisbane I moved here and studied graphic design at UniSA, and then since then I've been working in design or marketing or just general like digital social media kind of roles. Um, I also do a bit of photography and writing so um, yeah for me that's kind of where my background's at um, which I guess probably then makes sense to sort of how I sort of formed the blog itself so Um, It was kind of really just pairing those things together for me there, but they've always been passions for me. So yeah, outside of Finding Adelaide, I am still working full time as a, um, as a production coordinator. So it's kind of mixed between doing design and also um, I guess outsourcing and managing design work. So yeah, that's a little bit about me, I guess. (laughs) How
1: do you start the blogging? How it started? Is that, oh, I need to do a blogging for Finding Adelaide. Is that, how, what inspired you to do this?
0: So when I first moved here, I um, I think Adelaide gets a really bad rap interstate in particular. And when I was moving here, even I had a lot of people sort of pull me aside and they're going, why, like, why are you moving to Adelaide? It's weird there. Like, it's, you know, what's going on there? And I was like, oh, look, I just, you know, need to do it. So I moved here, studied here. Um, and I think it was... After being here for a little bit, when I had friends and family visiting, and they were sort of, you know, everyone would make jokes about Adelaide, and like, like I think, like, as, you know, like, being in good humour, you joke back, but also after a while, you're like, come on, it's not that bad. Like, it's like, a lot of it's do with attitude, I think, and I think that's where I got to, where I was like, okay, but... If you're going to, like you could be in any city in the world and if you don't have the right attitude, you're going to hate it. Like it's just that it's one of those things where it's so common for people to say bad things about Adelaide and South Australia that it's the easy thing to say. Like it's easy to be the person that bags Adelaide as opposed to being someone who sort of promotes it and says nice things about it because that's going against like you're going sort of calendar culture then like you're going against what is like already accepted by mainstream so for me it was really just kind of like a bit of a like stuff you like there's stuff happening here like you just need to look for it you need to have the right attitude it is a little bit harder than other cities but we have cool stuff going on and I really feel like the quality of what we have here is so high because there's so much competition with such a small market so everything needs to be really good here or else it won't survive so i feel like we have all these premium quality suppliers like whether it's a cafe or a local food place or like even just like our grocery stores like food land, some of the food lands. i'm like this is just an epic selection and so much of this is sa produce and there's a lot of great things here so for me it was just kind of yeah a little bit of a like stuffy to everyone else but also just like there's plenty of good here you just need to look for it in the right places and you need to have the right attitude I think so yeah that's how it started and then I guess because I had that background design and love for photography and I liked writing so for me it was kind of a natural progression like it was already things I was doing and I was already going out and taking lots of photos of things. And I just had this image bank of photos where I was like, I don't know what to do with these. <laughs> like, these are useless to everyone. So um, I think around the time Instagram was getting bigger. So um, I just kind of thought, oh, well, you know, maybe I'll just make an Instagram account and I'll just start putting things on there. And, you know, we'll just see what happens, I guess. So, um, yeah, and the blog just ties into that because that sort of allows me to write and go a little bit more in depth with certain aspects. So. Yeah, it's a little
1: bit about the background on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's some people doesn't know where's Adelaide, because when when I came here 70, seven years ago, I came from Wellington in New Zealand. So I'm going to Adelaide. Mm. I got job in Adelaide. Oh, where's that? Uh, it's in in Australia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sometimes they don't know, because mostly they know is Sydney, Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. Yeah. Um, say what's Adelaide? Uh, just below yeah (laughs) so 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 that's that's unique so have on your doing your blogging do you have a style on when you're writing out and taking a photo on instagram do you have a style to pattern when you're doing your blog
0: i guess um i don't really think about it in that way like for me um, it's important to me to keep it kind of positive and sort of relevant to the audience, but it needs to also be things that I guess resonate with me because if I don't actually genuinely like it or it's not something I genuinely recommend, it's it I, I'm I'm can't I'm not one of those people who's good at sort of, you know, I guess promoting something that I'm not that I don't agree with. So for me it's like if I'm talking about it, it's something that I, for whatever reason, have connected with or I think is worth sharing or showing. So I don't feel like I need to have, like, a style per se because it's just kind of, I guess, written in my tone of voice. And same with the photos. Like, it's just how, like, that's just how, I guess, I tackle photography and how I want to frame it when I'm trying to um, show off those elements of the city, I suppose. So I try and avoid getting, um, you know, faces of strangers in my photos and so there are things like that that I do consider and um, it's important to me that the image quality is of a certain standard as well because otherwise it's just what's the point in doing it like I don't want to just share uh, things that I think are below quality Um, so yeah there's a style in the sense that I'm constantly self-critiquing I suppose but beyond that it's just whatever sort of naturally comes to me and whatever I'm sort of capturing is just what I'm seeing that I think is worth other people knowing about and celebrating in our city. So, yeah.
1: What do you think is the unique of Adelaide compared to big city?
0: I think um, there's a lot of things that are unique about Adelaide. I think one of the main draw cards is the quality of everything here. And I sort of touched on that earlier where it's just because of the size of the market, I feel like things have to be really good to survive here. And so we have this access to... Uh, I guess you know the regions that's so nearby to get to Brussa, like Brussa, for example, like um in my head still I'm still getting over this one, but in my head, I'm still thinking like, oh, Bru, is ages away, but it's actually not like it's like you know an hour and a half drive or you know depending on where you are but it's it's just not that far for us to get out to these regions, and you can go from one region to the other, and they'll be completely different. You can go to the beach, and that's what like twenty five minutes from the c b d and then you can be up in the hills, which is just about twenty five in the other direction and It's, yeah, I think it's the accessibility to um, the range of different regions we have here and what each of those regions bring, the quality of what we have here. And I think um, one of the biggest things as well is I feel like uh, even when you go to cafes here, like the staff are just quite genuine. Like I feel like people really sort of make a connection with their customers here for the most part and they really try and do something good here when they do something. So it feels kind of like they're being genuine in that and it's big enough that you have everything but not so small that you get claustrophobic or for a lot of people anyway so yeah i think there's, there's a lot that makes it unique but they're probably my um key points that i sort of think about when i think about that
1: <laughs> so you say barossa so short to um short trip to barossa and then there's adelaide oh. hills and yeah. there's um, so what is your favorite wine <laughs>
0: My favorite wine. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, hmm. I think uh, I'm a big red drinker. Um, I have been really liking. Um, it's oh, I can't remember the name of the label. Actually, I can. I can picture the bottle. It's got like an astronaut on it, and it's called "Still I Rise." <laughs> um, their red is really nice. Big fan of that. Um, I mean. Like I penfolds are always great for red as well um actually to be honest i um I duck down to my local food land a lot, and just near that there's like a um like a sort of place oh, Not not door, sorry like a bottle shop, but like a um they've got a whole range there and uh they do clean skins there, and we get some pretty epic clean skins here, so sometimes I'll just even grab one of those like i i'm um I'm I'm I feel like I'm still on a wine journey. We have so many wines here. It's hard for me to just pick one particular wine. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a clearer answer than that. <laughs> All
1: right. Do you like craft beer as well? Aside from wine? Oh drink beer.
0: I can't oh, okay. drink beer. Hmm? Yeah, I'm gluten intolerant. So um oh, okay. no
1: good-
0: <laughs> Are you a wine drinker?
1: Not really. I'd be mostly on beer. <laughs> craft beer. beer yeah. yeah, so that's what I like here. So there's a different type mm-hmm. of uh, different distillery of beer, craft beer in, in South Australia. Um, yeah. So it's nice to have like different set of beer that you can um, taste as well. So during your blogging career on finding Adelaide, have you encountered other bloggers? Because i spoke spoken to a couple of months ago, I spoke to everything Adelaide from... Her name is Karina, and I spoke to IDS chick as well. So he's, he's also, she's also a blogger in South Australia. Have you spoke to yeah. anyone or met yeah, anyone? Yeah, for
0: sure. Um, I think... Uh... I used to attend a lot of the, like there are a lot of events with PR companies to promote new businesses. So um, often there is where we'll sort of network with each other. So I'm, yeah, pretty familiar with uh, a lot of the local bloggers here. Um, I don't go to as many events anymore because for me I'm I'm quite time poor. So um, even though I love doing the blogging side of things and I really enjoy that, for me I guess work and my personal hobbies sort of and my personal relationships, they still come before that. Like I I definitely want to make sure I'm promoting the right things and getting the right things on there. But, um, yeah, I think for me I sort of realised that it's more important for me that I can catch up with those people that I love and spend time with them. Um, And so that sometimes means sacrificing things that I would otherwise attend, I suppose. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think everyone here uh, is – like at least somewhat familiar with each other because obviously uh, Adelaide's sort of a smaller pool as well. So it's like if you're in that group, you probably know other people in that group. And yeah, I guess it depends how much time and effort you put into sort of the networking side for how well you know everyone. So,
1: so you're saying on, on balance on family and work, because on Instagram, you got 20,000, 21K followers how do you balance your work and family demands with, with this big follower from website, uh, Instagram? How do you balance yeah. it?
0: I think I um I am someone who sort of uh, keeps, I'm just at a very quick pace all the time. So um, for example, like on a normal weekday for me, I'll get up early, do yoga, maybe go for a run or a walk and then, come back I actually do illustration as a hobby so I'll, you know maybe sometimes drawing or maybe reading and then I go to work for the day and then you know come back and like either exercise make dinner whatever I need to do and for me the blogging just really fits in on the side of that because it is like a passion project for me more than anything else and I don't know if I'm interested in making it anything more than that because I enjoy doing it and I enjoy sharing self and I enjoy promoting things but it's it's not my it's yeah it's not my life really like it's kind of like it's it's something that I do but it's just to me uh, the same as any of my other hobbies so um and I think I'm always taking photos like I normally have my camera on me and if my, not my camera I just have my phone and I just when I'm out and about if I see things that I think are worth sharing I'll take photos and send them onwards and I think on weekends I keep quite busy too like I'll always catch up with friends and stuff so if there's someone new open okay, we might go and check that out to see if that's you know, someone we want to go to again or like, um, I don't know. It's a, it, I, the thing is with the blog, it's, um, it's, it's things that I'm interested in already because I found that I couldn't really, I couldn't authentically promote anything that I wouldn't actually be interested in doing because I didn't necessarily believe in it then. So if it's not somewhere that I'd actually go it's probably not going to be on there. And so for me, that's why it kind of fits in at the same time because I'm already going to those places. So, yeah, um, I think I just run at a fast pace.
1: (laughs) You see, um, so you told me that you already met some of the bloggers in Adelaide as well. Um, Mm -hmm. On this, on the the blog sphere, so which one is your, uh, say, you admire of? And Hmm.
0: I think um, there's a lot of people that I admire their work of. I think in terms of like Adelaide specific blogs, if I'm looking at those specifically, um, I think I really like the streets of Adelaide, Sophie. Um, she, I, I really like her content because I feel like that's quite authentic and it just feels like it's things that she's seeing as she goes along. And I think maybe we share kind of similar content where it is very actual, like, Adelaide-based and it's sort of just showing off the great things we have here as opposed to getting sort of sidetracked by other things. And um, I think, so for me, I connect with that I guess, on a personal level, and Sophie's lovely. Um, She's sort of someone that when I go to these events, I spend time talking to normally, and I always see her out and about because we just seem to cross paths. But, um, yeah, I really admire her work, and, yeah, then I guess outside of that, there's so many because, yeah, I guess being a designer myself and being interested in photography, the list is just endless But (laughs) of local ones. Streets of Adelaide is definitely probably one of my favourites, so,
1: yeah. So, let's say, what is your favorite food, aside from wine? Do you have any favorite food or restaurant here in Adelaide? Oh, I don't. Keep on coming back.
0: Yeah, this is really devastating to me because everything is kind of shut at the moment and I'm just got my fingers crossed that it'll reopen. But um, I think, hands down, my favorite in Adelaide is still Shibosho. Um, that is one that I just go to time and time again. And whenever people come visit me, that's where I'm taking them because I just – It's just the food there is epic. The service is great. It's a great vibe. Like, everything about it has always been – I've always had a really good experience there. And I think um, a couple of my other favourites would be um, Peel Street Restaurant and also um, Stem is actually – I really like Stem as well, which is sort of more recent to the market. So, yeah, there's so many, though. (laughs) But it's – obviously, everything's kind of closed for the moment. So, hopefully, they'll all
1: be able to come back after. Hopefully. So, after this – Hopefully they come back, back to normal, hopefully, but we don't know yet. So um, so that's, say, what is your plan on, say, where would you like to be in blogging in five years from now? Are you still continuing this or you...
0: Uh, I think for me, because, um, yeah, the blogging is not really like... Um, the blogging's just a hobby to me. It's just a passion project basically. And so I'll just I think continue to do it while it's good and then once I no longer feel like I'm connecting with it or I'm no longer able to I I, mean, I I guess if I yeah, if I lose connection with it then there's no point in continuing it. And I think there was a point last year where I got to with it where I was just so over it because I was kind of going down a route where um a lot of people sort of reach out to me and they want me to share about their like you know business or like their product or whatever it is and I want to be there to support the local businesses obviously because I think it's important to promote them but at the same time it sort of became hard to pick which ones to share and which ones not to because they don't all suit what I'm sort of about and then The other problem is just because somewhere is new doesn't necessarily mean it's good. So I was kind of just, I just felt like I was going down sort of an alley with it where I didn't feel super comfortable with it anymore and it didn't feel like me and I felt like I just, it it just, I just was disconnected from it. So I got to a point where I was like, I honestly would not care if I stopped doing this tomorrow. So I either need to change it or just completely kill it off. So for me, I just kind of thought, you know what, stop it. I'm just going to bring it back to what it originally was and what I originally enjoyed doing with it, which was just sharing things that I found I was adding about mostly. Um, and then, yeah, I I've, I've found since then and since sort of, I guess, getting my voice back with it, so to say, I actually enjoy it again, because now it's just sharing things that I connect with and things that I think are worth people knowing about. So. Um, but yeah I think definitely if I got to that stage again it would just be the same question for myself like why am I doing this why am I putting time into it if it's not something I believe in anymore so yeah but I I don't have any plans for like total world domination with it or anything I think it's always going to be side to my work for me so um, and yeah always it'll be side to my hobbies my family it's just a passion project so yeah I don't know I'm enjoying it while I'm doing it and then when it stops being fun I'll stop basically so (laughs)
1: so on this uh, blogging um, that you're doing right now um, mm-hmm. what do you think of people we call so we consider you influencer as well so as an influencer what do you think about the, some people we, some people are, criticize them because they are insensitive influencers because mm-hmm. of what's happening right now
0: Hmm. I think it's um, it's a really tricky area. And the interesting thing is as well, I guess, um, because I'm also sort of working in the marketing realm, it's something I've thought about a lot. Like what are we meant to do right now? And even taking myself out of that and any promotion there, it's sort of like how do we handle it? And then I was listening to a podcast the other day that I think I agree with where it was sort of saying um, there's like this view right now that if – um, if you're promoting something that's not for like this, you know, like a cause, like it's not like a charitable reason. If you're just promoting something for money right now, it's kind of looked upon badly. But the thing is, we need to keep the economy going. Like we actually need people to keep spending money. The people that can, obviously a lot of people have been displaced by this and a lot of people are facing hardships right now, but the people that can spend money, we need those people to spend money. So I think um at the end of the day, uh with the influencer side of things as well that was something that used to make me feel uncomfortable like how to deal with those promotions but it's just advertising it's just another form of advertising and that's kind of all it is and people don't get mad about you know a billboard advertisement so I think if you're clear that you're advertising then it's I think that's fine I think yeah as much as it might feel sort of insensitive Obviously, you need to use your brain on it a little bit with whatever you're promoting, but we need people to keep spending money. Otherwise, the long-term economic effects are going to be much worse than what the short-term virus effects might have in terms of like the overall hardship for the country. So, yeah, it's actually quite a, um, it's a difficult topic, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, so th- there's a lot of happening now in Instagram, on Facebook or YouTube, about mm-hmm. debating about some people still doing what they're doing despite of this um, challenging time so it's it's a it's too debate too many <laughs> so you have to debate yeah. the pros pros and cons on that. Um, did you realize that when you're starting your Instagram, because now you got twenty thousand K follower, mm-hmm. when you do when you're starting that, did you realize you go to that lot of followers?
0: No, well, I'm, yeah, like for me, it was just like a little hobby, right? So, um, I think I didn't. It didn't really matter where I ended up with it, and for me, um, it still doesn't really matter. Like I, I think I'm still sort of just sharing whatever I actually want to share on there. So, I think that's the thing. Like I think if you get caught up in numbers, and then that is maybe when you you sort of lose sight of things a little bit, and if that's all you're focusing on, then I don't think that's a super healthy headspace but um you know everyone's different with that stuff but for me I just find I just sort of treat it like I would check on my personal account where it's like well is this something that aligns with me like yes no okay then I'll post it like um I'm I feel like I'm normally quite conscious of or I try and be conscious of what's going on in the world and maybe I Yeah, I guess I try and reflect on things before I post it and sort of do like a sense check and sort of say, like, all right, have I completely disregarded an issue happening right now and it's going to come off as insensitive? Or, um, yeah, so it doesn't actually really matter to me if I'm sharing to five people or 20,000 people. It's just, it's still, you're still putting it out there and you're still putting it to your name. So um, I think you have to be just as careful no matter how many followers you have. (laughs) What
1: would you say? What would you say your was that the greatest satisfaction of being a blogger?
0: Uh, I don't know. I think um, I've had some really cool opportunities where I've been invited to attend events or um, places or things or activations or whatever is going on. I've had some cool opportunities through that, which has been really interesting um, to experience things that I might not have otherwise been able to experience.
1: So as you say you love photography, you love writing, mm-hmm. are you looking at getting on a vlog or video blogging in the future?
0: Yeah, I have actually looked at it, um, especially right now because of obviously, um, you know, everyone's kind of stuck inside. So I started running interviews um, after sort of mid last year where I sort of changed the direction of my blog and I have actually started doing web interviews like what we're doing now. I am yet to sort of edit it and put it together. But it, for me, it's still um, it's going to allow me to be able to do what I was doing before. And now it's just going to have to sort of be rejigged to suit the times. But I think it still works because it's still covering the same information and it's still the same people. It's just trying to sort of tackle it in an appropriate way for the time. Um, yeah so I think in like in terms of like interview style I, I'm going to dip my toes in with that and see how that goes but um, beyond that I haven't really thought too much <laughs> I don't know how great I am on camera so there's that too <laughs>
1: <laughs> so do you have any uh, good story to tell us for from our audience and listener when you starting a blogging do you have any story to tell
0: like any advice for it?
1: Any, yeah, for them.
0: Yeah, I think um, the biggest thing I've learned is you just have to stay true to yourself on it. Like you have to do, it. it has to be something you connect with. If you don't connect with what you're sharing or like whether it's like a blog or like it's, you know, Instagram or it's YouTube or whatever it is, if you're not connecting to what you're putting out there, I think people can tell. People can kind of sniff that out and they know that it's not genuine. And I just think it's, it, it, it's important to stick to what you want to do with it, because otherwise you'll probably end up hating it, and everyone else is going to end up hating it too. So you might as well just sort of be weird with it. If you're weird, just do what you're interested in, and if people follow you, great. If that's what you want, and if they don't, then it doesn't matter. I think <laughs> that would be my advice on it.
1: So just do whatever you're wanted to do. Just do what your passion is, and then follow it. Yeah. follow. You you. <laughs>
0: Totally. You have to follow what you're interested in and follow that through with everything you're making. And so it has to be it has to be your passion or else why are you doing it? And I guess you just have to come back to that question as well. Like, why do you care if people follow you? Like, what, is that important to you even? And I think for me, that's why I realised that it's cool being able to share stuff and have, you know, people connect with that. Like, the biggest thing that I get out of it enjoyment-wise is when you know maybe I'll meet someone and they'll be like oh like I like I've seen your blog um you know I love that article you wrote about this or you know I, I I never knew that we had that in our city or something like that where I feel like I've genuinely sort of helped someone understand something better about Adelaide or give them like another reason to enjoy living here like to me that's where I I really enjoy that side of it but beyond that I don't really care about follower count it's more just that. Yeah, it's it's nice when you feel like you've been able to make a difference with people, um, even if it's just a small way, like they've found somewhere for their new favorite coffee or something like that, I think. So yeah, that's where my interest really lies with it, I suppose.
1: What do you say about people who's doing blogging because they're looking at maybe in the future get revenue of this one instead mm-hmm.
0: of Uh so- I think it's- like it's, everyone's different without self. And I think if that's, if that's how you want to make money, like I think that's actually like a perfectly viable way to make money these days. Like it's, like we've seen it be possible for so many people and it's, it's hard work doing a blog actually. Like it's a lot of work that goes into it. And so even though some people might be quite, quite critical of that, I just think, you know, if someone wants to put that much time into doing that and people are connecting with it, that's great. Like, you know, that's, their path and you know I'm sure they're getting enjoyment out of it and that's amazing that they can make an income from that so I think um yeah it just totally depends what you want out of (laughs) your life I suppose like um for me like it's just the blogging thing is just such a casual thing for me at this point where I'm just doing it for fun so um yeah but I think good on them if they want to invest the time to do that it's hard work for sure (laughs) So can you tell me
1: some of your strengths that really help you in your blogging?
0: Uh, I suppose probably um, photography being interested in that from the start. So um, one thing I always stuck to and always plan to on the blog is I don't uh, regram because for me then it's like, well, why, why do I exist if I'm just sharing what's already on there because anyone can already see that. So if it's not something that I've sort of captured, that's, within my style of taking it that's showing my perspective of it and what is I guess what I'm seeing is the great thing to share about it then what am I adding it just feels like to me it felt like I would just be cluttering an already busy space if I was only sharing things so um I've always just stuck to doing my own photos on there um and at times that can be really challenging but um and it's definitely it's sort of a little bit slower because it totally depends on what I'm doing that week and if I actually even have time to go and check things out but um I think that's the only way for me that I can kind of connect with it still as well so um, and I guess, yeah, I've always been interested in writing and I just really genuinely enjoy meeting people as well. And I've been really enjoying doing the interviews because I just like chatting to people and just understanding a bit about their world. And it's really funny when you think about it, that, we all kind of have our little niche areas, but you don't necessarily know that until you're talking to someone who's completely opposite to the normal people you're surrounded with. And you realize that everyone has these niche pockets of information and yeah, I, I've enjoyed the interviewing. so I think it's probably just um, a combination of all my hobbies that have sort of come together for the blog, and that's where I've yeah I have learned how to do
1: everything for it. So yeah. So what is your greatest achievement outside of blogging?
0: Hmm, that's a tricky one. Um, I think uh, I I guess I have I work a job that I really enjoy um and I think everything's kind of a work in progress so like I'm studying at the moment as well so for me um (laughs) I've (laughs) actually completely like side project my life but I've been working towards doing handstands (laughs) and recently I've been able to do handstands so for me I'm like Mm -hmm. yes nailed it um I mean yeah I've There's other things as well that you could say, like, you know, I won like awards in school or I, you know, have a degree or I've done things like that too. But I think for me, the things that I kind of connect with are just those daily wins where you just do something that maybe you've been working on for a while and then you like see yourself able to achieve it and it's just this exciting thing. So um, I don't know. I wouldn't call myself someone who has like a lot of achievements per se, um, but I just enjoy those little wins along the way, I think. (laughs)
1: What do you study today? Uh, what what course are you studying?
0: Uh, I'm doing a postgrad in um, marketing because uh, okay. I keep sort of finding myself in or near to marketing roles. So it was something I was always interested in. Um, when I started studying graphic design, I was always sort of thinking of doing the dual degree with marketing in there. And at the time, I didn't do it. But um, I guess since graduating more and more, I've sort of felt like oh, that is sort of an area of knowledge that I do really need. So um yeah i'm doing marketing at the moment and i'm just doing it part-time because i work full-time so um yeah that's a that's been sort of a process going back to studying i think after having a break but i've been really enjoying that and it's been nice sort of learning again i think in that kind of way so yeah
1: (laughs) so you say marketing so you do marketing so that you're studying do you have any advice to the business owner who is listening as well or watching as well that uh, it's like, a marketing idea? How do they market their brand so I think
0: it 's so particular to the brand right because then you have to consider who they 're trying to market to, who their audience is so i i don 't think I could give blanket marketing advice like that I think it 's one of those things though where um, I think it's always best to stick to your strengths and I think maybe sometimes businesses try and you know they can do social media so they try and do social media but that might not be their strength actually and sometimes you're better off to invest in paying someone to handle those areas that aren't your strengths so that you can excel in them um and it, it will be cheaper in terms of like your time and frustration and what you'll get out of it even than you trying to do it yourself sometimes um, but other than that it's so it's so individual <laughs> it 's hard to just give blanket advice. I think I think right now is a really interesting time in terms of marketing for businesses because yeah, it comes back to that thing where there's sort of you know it feels like there's uh, there's two sides to this argument right now whether you whether it 's okay to promote things that have nothing to do with being connected to a cause or whether it 's not and I think that 's sort of tricky for a lot of businesses to navigate so um, there's definitely some complications as a result of the virus, I think. And even coming out of it, it's going to be interesting as well. So yeah, it's definitely a challenging time for a lot of people.
1: Right. So we don't have any time for, for now. So what is your parting words for our listener and our audience right now? What 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 are they expecting in Finding Adelaide?
0: What are they expecting? In what way? <laughs>
1: So like what Yeah, so what what they're what expecting to you on after this COVID situation? Clear?
0: Uh yeah, I think like I mean I'm always gonna sort of stick to what makes sense for the time, what makes sense to me on that. So I'm I don't really have any huge plans for it. I plan for getting through it the same as everyone else and um, turning to I guess doing online webcasts as a as an alternative to interviews and finding other ways to sort of I guess support businesses and local places during this time and planning trips for the other side of it really. Um, and then on the other side of it, yeah, I'll just be out and about as always. I mean, I live and work in the city, so for me it's like I'm always gonna be out and about doing this thing. So um yeah
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Grace, for for that. And thank you for joining us today. And thank you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. Thank you so much. No worries. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you. So thank you so much. Thank you to our listener and our audience. So this is another episode of Guerrilla Podcast Fresh Eyes. So it's a weekly podcast. And hopefully you enjoy it. Please like, share, and subscribe.